What's up, Heat Nation? This is Nick Roloff of the Heat Report. Coming to you after the Heat win their third straight game and get back to 500, 4-4 four four on the season, beating the Memphis Grizzlies on the road, 108-102. to But the story of the night, and I don't want to bury the lead here, even with the victory, is the injury to Tyler Hero. He left tonight's game in the second quarter against the Memphis Grizzlies, and it's a little, it's rough. He immediately hobbled off. He didn't put any pressure on that right ankle. I speculated it being a right ankle sprain right away. I was hoping for the best, and it was just a tough turn. But he went to the locker room, and within five minutes of being inside the locker room, Tyler Hero was diagnosed with a right ankle sprain. We do not know the severity of Hero's injury just yet. We do not know how long he will be out either, but one could only hope it's two to three weeks. Worst case scenario, maybe a month. Right ankle sprains, well, I shouldn't say right ankle sprains, any type of ankle sprain is nothing to play with. You don't want to bring him back too early and have him re-injure it and then have an ankle problem for the rest of the year, especially when the Heat have aspirations of making a deep playoff run once again. So the Heat are going to have to be cautious with Tyler Hero, and I expect him to be out at least a week, at minimum, bare minimum a week. Probably two weeks is in that sweet spot area. Three weeks is if they want to be a little cautious. Four weeks if it's a very bad sprain, but we don't know the severity just light yet, like I mentioned. So when the Heat take the MRI and x-rays and the whole medical stuff that they always do, we'll have more clarity most likely tomorrow, and I'll update you guys on that. So that's why you subscribe to the channel, because if you want more Heat news, Heat rumors, injury updates, and Heat watch parties, we had a really fun time on the watch party with Heat Grizzlies. We'll be live again next Tuesday against the Charlotte Hornets. So if you want anything surrounding your Miami Heat, we're the channel for you. Join the nearly 6,200 strong today at the Heat Report. But there's a lot of things to take away from this Heat game and things that we have to keep our eye on. Talk about Bam at a bio, taking it to the fake deep boy that is Jaron Jackson Jr. Bam had 14 points entering the final frame, but then had a 16-point fourth quarter. Bam at a bio was terrific tonight against the Grizzlies, having 30 points, was in double figures with his rebound numbers once again. A double-double one game after he had a 22-point, 19-rebound, 10-assist, triple-double. Adebayo has been nothing short of spectacular early on in the season. And you can bet your bottom dollar that Adebayo will be representing the Miami Heat in the NBA All-Star game this season. He is spectacular. And if he doesn't win Deep Boy this year as well, because he had three-plus blocks in this game, for Miami. It's just flat out wrong by the NBA voters, and they simply do not mow ball. So hopefully Adebayo finally gets his flowers defensively because he is showing up on the offensive end as well, which is something us Heat fans have always been clamoring for. But before we break down more of this game with Jaime Hawkes Jr. hitting a clutch late shot, I do want to go back to some of the Tyler Hero stuff because say he is out two to three weeks. What are the Heat going to do in that time frame? They've already struggled this season, closing fourth quarters. They were able to finally close the fourth quarter this game. They were up by one heading into the fourth. They ended up winning by six. So they outscored Memphis by five in that final frame, which is pleasuring to watch them maybe take that step and finally be able to close out fourth quarters. 
But what is Miami going to do without Hero? He's been averaging 25-plus points per game while shooting 45% from the field and 41% from beyond the arc. I know a lot of people are critical of Hero and his defense, but let's not act that – let's not try to put down his impact on this Heat team. He's one of the most impactful players on this Heat team in the regular season because of what he's able to do on the offensive end. He can facilitate for others just by drawing a crowd on the defensive end. He can also hit tough shots in the mid-range and tough three-pointers on catch-and-shoot situations. Tyler Hero is the most diverse offensive player the Heat has. He can score at the rim. He can score in the mid-range, and he can score at that three-point land. The Heat don't have someone like him. Maybe Jimmy Butler starts to take an uptick in his three-point numbers, but with Hero out in for probably at least multiple weeks, the Heat are going to have to turn to someone to score him. Maybe Jimmy starts to play more aggressive on the offensive end. He had two threes tonight after hitting three threes against the Lakers on Monday, so Butler taking more shots from beyond the arc is encouraging, but you're still going to need more. I got more thoughts on who is going to have to replace Tyler Hero's production for the Heat in a second, and maybe they look externally too on the trade market or in free agency if Hero's out for an extended period of time. But first, I got to show some love to our sponsor of today's video, and that is PrizePix. Go to prizepix.com slash CLNS, excuse me, and use code CLNS for first deposit match up to $100. My favorite daily fantasy sports platform on the market. And one of the positive about PrizePix, well, if you pick Tyler Hero to go more than or less than on any of his stat projections tonight, because he got hurt, you wouldn't have lost your money either way. Why? Because PrizePix is one of the rare daily fantasy sports places that has a insurance reboot policy to where if one of your players get hurt, it doesn't hinder you from potentially winning money. My picks for tonight, or in that game against Memphis, I should say, didn't go so well. I had more than 20 and a half points for Adebayo. He had 30, so I was right on Bam. I had more than nine attempts for three. Desmond Bain, he did not get to that mark. And then Marcus Smart also did not eclipse 12 and a half points, so a rough night for Nick Roloff, but I'm still going to be back tomorrow playing prize picks, my favorite daily fantasy sports app on the market. And if you go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS, you'll get a first deposit match up to $100. Take advantage of the best deal out there at prizepicks.com slash CLNS. All right, back to the heat because they have a tough road ahead. In their next nine games, they are going to be on the road eight times. One home game, but on the road for most of these games. So you're going to need to show up on a nightly basis in a hostile environment and play well. And without Tyler Hero scoring, how are the Heat going to be able to stack wins like they have in the past three games where they're 3-0 and and are now 4-4? Four and four? Well, my eyes turn to someone who needs to step up. Who is that guy? It's Josh Richardson. He has been horrific. And when I mean horrific, I mean horrific. How many times can you say horrific in the span of 30 seconds? I just did it four times. No one else is going to be doing that. But Richardson has been bad. He was one of eight, one of nine again today from the field. His three-point numbers have been abysmal. Josh Richardson, someone that I was high on of the Heat signing on the vet men coming into this year, I said he is better than Max Drew. I was wrong, and it's okay to admit you're wrong sometimes because I am. Max Drew's has been knocking down threes for Cleveland, and he is a very up-and-down player, but at least he has the ups. 
Josh Richardson has had not had the up. He has only had the downs. He has not been able to defend at the elite level that Josh Richardson has been able to defend at in the past. When he was with Miami and with Boston and with New Orleans, he was a good defender, but he hasn't been that type of guy for Miami early on in the season. And when he's shooting one of eight from the field, not being able to knock down threes, it might be time to say Josh Richardson is a cooked product. I don't want to do that because I love Rook too. He was amazing for the Heat in his first stint. But you cannot just deny that it's concerning about how bad he has been. So if Richardson's not able to fill Tyler Hero's role, I expect Duncan Robinson to be inserted into the starting lineup with for the Heat in this absence that Hero will be in. Would there be two weeks, three weeks, or one week? I think Robinson will be the starter. Richardson will resume that six-man role. But... I, I can't feel confident in that. Richardson's been bad. So if the Heat see that he's on the – if Richardson's struggling and Hero is out for an extended period of time, where do they go? Well, there's the two-way players of Jamal Cain, RJ Hampton, and Cole Swider that can rejoin the Heat and maybe make an impact. If I had to pick one of those guys to join the Heat, I would have my money on RJ Hampton. Why would I choose RJ Hampton? Well, he's a lengthy 6'4", 6'5", guard – that can play off ball, and he can also defend at a pretty decent clip. On that two-way contract, I think Hampton might join the team. But if you look elsewhere in free agency, there's no one there. And let's just call a spade a spade. I know that the Heat fans are going to want to acquire someone in free agency or through the trade market to help the Heat out this season, but it's not going to be in replace of Hero while he's banged up because Pat Riley has failed to really make a trade in the past, the last time he made a trade was with the Grizzlies, ironically, when he traded for Andre Iguodala and Jay Crowder. So he's not going to trade for someone that could help the Heat in this two-week stretch. Tyler Hero's out. So don't expect the trade market. And there's no shooting guards out there that could make an immediate impact on this Heat team. Now, I, if my memory serves me correctly, I believe T.J. Warren is still a free agent. And maybe you can convince me on T.J. Warren being able to come in and provide some offense for Miami, but I don't see them doing that. I think they look internally, so be prepared to see more Drew Smith, unfortunately, and maybe you see one of the two-way guys like R.J. Hampton get called up to the active roster and start playing more of a role for your Miami Heat. That's what my guess is. My guess would be. Before we sign off, I want to give a shout-out to Jaime Hawkes Jr., who hit that corner three in front of the Grizzlies bench to send them home, give the Heat the 108-102 win. Jaime Hawkins was phenomenal, had 11 points, 4 or 5 from the field, and played elite defense once again. Great pick by Pat Riley at that 18th spot. I was skeptical at first. I graded it a B-, minus, but he has been terrific early on, especially defensively. And as, if his offense comes along like it was tonight, he'd really have something with Jaime Hawkins Jr. Also Kyle Lowry, 17 points. Um, he had 11 rebounds and 9 assists. Lowry, very close to a triple-double. Bam had a triple-double last game. Hero was one assist from a triple-double against the Wizards last Friday. Lowry was one assist from a triple-double tonight. The Heat have been flirting with some triple-doubles, so shout-out to them. They've had some good performances over this three-game win streak. That's going to do it. If you haven't subscribed already, please do so. Picked up 90-plus subscribers on our watch party against the Grizzlies. We'll be back for a watch party on Tuesday against the Charlotte Hornets. So join the channel and stay in the loop on all Heat news and rumors by hitting that sub button at the Heat. Sports.